as someone once sang, Christmas time, mistletoe and wine. And that gives you a flavour of what is in store this week as we throw caution to the wind and spend yet more time at home with the Williamses. This week Christmas parties are on the table, or perhaps under the table, if you've experienced any of this family in their younger, more reckless days. Have you ever photocopied your breasts or your bum on a photocopier, Gwen? My bum. What? There you go. When <laughs> really? was this? Ew. I can't remember. When did you do that? That's a long time you ago. freak. Nana Gwen, well I never. And that's not the only revelation on the way. I came in today and my dad was dipping a croissant into uh, mushroom soup. Oh. And it was absolutely wonderful. Oh. And the, this is where you get it from. And oh. the mushroom soup was more miso-y than anything. So it was like a miso, miso mushroom soup with, croissant. with a croissant. Some things are better left unsaid. But mushrooms and croissant aside, this week is all about those wonderful Christmas gatherings. And if Robbie were to be the recipient of his own advice and let someone else entertain him at a party, what would he choose? I'd like to see some magic. I like, I like magic. Great minds. I would just, if you'd have come to me then, I'd have said magic. Like a, like a magician just yeah, close hanging up, about, magic, doing, doing, doing close magic yes. here and there. Yeah. Robbie and Ida are generous folk. And this week, they've opened their doors to welcome in some of Robbie's band. Here's a question, what should we call them? I was just thinking oh, that. That's a good question, yeah. I had two hamsters called Crispin and Bollock. That's probably not right. Crispin, Crispin and Bollock. I hope you don't mind my repeating myself, but I would hate to have any child's ears infected by some of the language that comes out of the mouths of the Williamsers. They are liberal with swearing, so do heed this warning. We begin our perilous journey into the Williamsers' home by eavesdropping on Ida... Robbie, Nana Gwen, and Papa Pete. And the astute among you will recognise the festive gurglings of young baby Coco as well. Even at such a young age, not one to miss out on any party chat. We're doing a party and guess who's just walked in is the ultimate party in her pants, Gwen Field. Hello. It's very nice that we've got Grampy Pete or Papa Pete 299 and we've got go to Gwen, which is your handle. I think we should just refer to you both as your handle names. Really? Go to oh, Gwen not? and yeah. and Papa Pete two nine nine. It's nice having both of the in laws. So what are we doing today? We're going to be talking about Christmas parties. Oh my oh, lord! Christmas my. party. Wow. Do you like that? It's a party in here today because we've got. I I need helpful elves if we're going to do parties. I can't do it all myself, oh, so we're going to have to delegate. Because a Christmas party requires lots of planning of, of food and alcohol and cocktail drinks and music selection. Timing a Christmas party is key because you've got to time it where people are in town before they go away, but it still has to feel Christmassy. Like you can't have it in November, but you leave it too late till December. Everyone's buggered off. It's Gwen, to come. what's your Christmas party drink? Uh, Anything? It used to be eggnog. Yes. I love eggnog. I've never had eggnog. You've never eggnog. had eggnog? No, never. It's sort of like a pina colada in summertime. Pina colada, yeah. If well, I make you an eggnog, will you have it? Yes. Um, I don't watch your Christmas drink. My Christmas drink is a Moscow mule. What's in a Moscow mule? Moscow. It's Moscow, no, it's, by the way. It's, um, vodka. Well, it's vodka and yeah. it's ginger beer yeah. and lime. Nice. And yeah. a whole lot of it, and you got to put it in a copper cup in a little mug with a little. Oh, I've seen you do that. in it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
party in also, you know, let's not forget mold I made wine. my own. Mold wine mold is another, wine. that's another big holiday favorite. Dad, what's your go-to What's your go-to drink? drink? My go-to Christmas drink is my Chris, is my drink anyway. I, oh, is this one with like, milk in it? The, I, yeah, I did that tequila. With the tequila? I haven't wrapped my head around that And one. I put the milk in it, it was good. Wait, tequila and milk? Milk and tequila? I, I got the wrong cotton packet, didn't I? I thought combo it was orange. Combo Unico. I, I think this is where you get the Combo Unico I, I from. thought it was orange juice. And Bear I in mind, in. I came in today and my dad was dipping a croissant into uh, mushroom soup. And oh. it was absolutely wonderful. And this the, is it, where you get it from. And oh. the mushroom soup was more miso-y than anything. So it was like a miso, miso mushroom soup, soup with croissant. With croissant. I think if people out there it's don't the know this about Rob, but one of the running things in our relationship is Rob likes what we call a combo unico. So back in the day, you used to put like salad cream on watermelon or yeah. peanut butter with grapes. And I was always just so like- I know where that comes from. Grossed out. But now when I'm listening, I think he gets combo unico from you, Pete, because I don't know anyone who puts those two things together and likes them. Like I've never heard of tequila and milk together. What'd you call it? Milkila. Milkila? Um, it was- Tilk. I'll tell you what happened. I got this tequila. We were in Mexico and we were given this tequila and I took it home with me and I got some orange juice. And I got orange juice in, 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 uh, in the fridge with my milk. And I got the wrong carton out and tipped the, the, rather than put the orange juice into the tequila, I put the milk in and I put the ice in. And I thought, this is a funny colour. <laughs> Let's change. But I'd done it then, so I thought, hey, take it from me. Everybody says it can't taste nice. It really is quite something. I feel like that's that like Coca-Cola and wine combination. I can't, oh. I just can't oh. wrap my no, head around. No, no, well, take it from me. It's, 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 so it was, isn't the other one a tequila sunrise? Tequila sunrise oh, is orange juice. Yeah, well, that, well, it's tequila and milk. Grenadine. Should we put Coco back with the other children so she doesn't tell them we're yeah. doing fun things without them? Yes. Okay, Nana Gwen. Yeah. Go to Gwen. Yeah. Lady on the go. Lady on the go. Can you be on the go with Take Coco? Take the child to the kitchen. Because it's her dinner time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Bye -bye. Bye -bye, Coco. Coco. See you in a couple minutes. Bye, Coco. It was Coco's dinner time, and Ida and Robbie have wisely entrusted her into the care of Nana Gwen, for as we've just learned, when it comes to feeding, you do not want another generation of Williamses to be for the legacy of Papa Pete's food and drink combinations. Or oh, I could be wrong. And croissant dipped in mushroom miso soup could become all the rage in 2020. Uh, stranger things have happened. In the time it's taken for Coco to leave, Ida, Robbie and Papa Pete have moved on to beverages. But the other drink that I'd drink at any time anyway is red wine. That's that, Well, that, red, that. red wine and champagne, I think, are, are on Christmas Day yeah, they, standard they, staples. They're standard, yeah. I think those, you know, are, like, you know what those are like one and two. Do you know what happens to me as the recovering alcoholic? Is that people go around, people go around the room and they go, do you want a drink? Do you want a drink? Do you want a drink? And then they get to me and they go, do you want a soft drink? Yeah, they do, yeah. Or they go, or they go, do you want a drink? Do you want a drink? Do you want a drink? Do you want an orange juice? Yeah. And it's like, I don't know why in their head, yeah. it's like, I don't have alcohol, so I'm gonna have an orange juice. <laughs> That's yeah. happened more than once. That's it's happened so several times where in their head, they go to uh, juice. juice. Like but I don't, I, it's normally the people that need to be recovering alcoholics that say that to me. 
Yeah. So if you're in if you're in a room full of people, a big giveaway of a future alcoholic is someone asking you if you want juice. Yes. <laughs> no, seriously, That's it's funny. like it's in their mind. They know that that person doesn't drink. He's got a bit of a history. I'm going to say juice, soft drink, or, yes. or orange juice. Do you think they get uncomfortable about it? Yeah, because like if you would you like a drink, in this situation is some water, right? So um, you can say. To a recovering alcoholic. I have seen a few people put a glass of wine in front of you not knowing. Yeah. So not everyone knows about the raging alcoholism. No, but I suppose no, they know. don't. But the people that do, can, if you want to say, do you want a drink? You can say, do, do you want a drink. drink? Yeah. I've never thought of that. I mean, obviously, do you remember, I don't do, ever ask you for Do you remember juice? taking that drink on that television program when you didn't know it was a drink? And yeah. You, uh, there was in, this in, Germany. Oh, in Vegas. There, there was this Germany. Yeah. In Vegas, it happens. No, in Vegas as well. Yeah. There's a guy, and I, I'm I'm singing to him, and he's got this like uh, can of what looks like a soft drink, and I said, "Is that a soft drink?" Yeah. And he went, "Yes," and I took a sip, and it was beer. Right. Where was this? Vegas. In Vegas. Front row. Front row. I also really? had like a mini crisis watching it happen, going, oh my gosh, is this going to trigger a relapse? No. But thank no. God it didn't. But I was just like, that's a very irresponsible thing to do is to give an alcoholic when they've asked you if there's alcohol. Anyway, in yeah. ask me what I'm, what I'm going to drink at the Christmas okay, party. Okay, what are you going to drink at the Christmas party? Orange juice. Orange juice. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me while I scratch orange juice from Robbie's stocking. In my defense, I thought he liked it. Now we all know that you do not need alcohol to enjoy yourself at a Christmas party. Just ask all the sober children who are always having a whale of a time. Okay, I'm trying to get the visuals here for the Christmas party. We've talked about what kind of drinks we want. We've started to talk about some kind of food that we might like. But more importantly, I think we've got to get to the ambiance, which is the music. What are we going to play at the Christmas party? Do you know we need a song that starts that party right? Yeah. And I think I've got it. What is it? It's the song that started this whole The Christmas Present album idea. Three years ago, one Christmas, I was with Brummy Carl, my uh, drummer. We were in the studio. Does that make him a brummer? Yeah, yeah. a brummer. brummer. And we decided to write a song that would um, encapsulate birthday or New Year, or Christmas, or Valentine's. And then we wrote this one song called Bad Sharon. And it was so much fun, Christmas song, that that was when the seed was planted to do a whole Christmas album. Bad Sharon itself is kind of like a boozy office dude yeah. party in the 70s in Birmingham. In fact, Bad Sharon was the song that I thought for the longest time was going to be the first single because I loved it that much. And then you had to go make a bunch of other really amazing songs. And then well, Bad Sharon was the only Christmas song that we But had it was the one that the minute you made it, I remember we'd play it over and over and I was like, you've got to do a Christmas album because yeah. it was just so great and it was so festive and it really sums up that Christmas party that you go to where everyone gets a bit sloppy, someone does something really stupid, everyone's talking about it. Especially Sharon. Especially Sharon. She's yeah. the centerpiece of all of it. I think I went but out with the one. Have you ever photocopied your breasts or your bum on a photocopier, Gwen? My bum. What? There you go. When was <laughs> really? this? Ew. I can't remember. When did you do that? That's a long time you ago. You freak. You freaky dig, you dirty Was that at thing. Christmas or not? It was the thing to do at one time, though, wasn't it? I don't remember. If you went to a party and there was a photocopy there, what are they there for? I guess it's like the pre-dick pic, isn't it? It's where you just Xerox your bits. Yeah. No. Can you fa you, fax me fax a nude? Them, and then you fax no, them over. No, I don't. I'm, that I don't or in Gwen's think. case, you ask the carrier pigeon to send it. 
ho, 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 I remember that Christmas with Nana Gwen and the photocopier. Admittedly, it was a disturbing letter to then send to Santa, but she was much younger then, and not as wise as she is now. Uh, we, we've gone off track. Um, how unusual. Uh, luckily, we have Ida to get us back on topic with some more name-drop clangers from the Williams's Life and Times in Los Angeles. Oh, that also reminded me of another Christmas thing that happened at Christmas, which was quite remarkable, is it wasn't it wasn't a party party, but we were having drinks at our house on Clarendon, and we had a particular neighbor over in Clarendon, and you had a friend named Graham who had oh, flown yeah. who had flown across from Stoke on Trent to be with us for Christmas with you, and we were all sat having drinks, and then you take it from there, Pete, on what happened. This was wonderful. My friend Graham came with me to to L.A. We're sitting on a settee. I'm sitting here. Rob's to my left, and to my right is Tom Jones. Graham's gone to bed in the afternoon for a little kip, and he comes downstairs and walks in, sits by the side of me, surprised that we got the drinks out because we never had a drink since we, since we, we arrived. And he said, are you drinking? And he said, yes. So uh, he said, go and get a glass. So I poured him a drink, and he clinks. I said, this is Tom. Hi, Tom. Hello, how are you? So he's now sitting by the side of me, in between me and Tom Jones. And he actually goes... Yeah, that was the best He bit. goes, Tom, no, like, like he Tom Jones. He goes to introduce himself, because yeah, I was he's out there. Himself. He's introduced himself. He's glasses with him. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. And then the conversation carried on, because the conversation stopped when Graham was taking the drink. And Tom said, uh, the Ricky Hatton fight. He said, I'm in the ring. He said, and uh, they sing the national anthems. He said, everything was quiet when they sang the British national anthem. He said... I was never so, he said, I was never so embarrassed to be British when they sang the national anthem of America, he said, because our lot were making such a noise. And Graham's suddenly realised who he's sitting next door to, and slowly his head turned right. And he looked at Tom Jones, he went, oh, oh. And he got down on one knee. He, he got down on one knee. knee. And bowed, and bowed, like, to, bowed him. to him like it was like King Arthur. Yeah. He said, I'm awfully sorry. He said, it's all right. Not only no, that, but, 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 no, but the thing in. is, when he came in, he said, he goes, Tom said, my name's Tom. And Graham went, oh, like bloody Tom Jones. Yeah. Which we all went, <laughs> and he still hadn't clocked it yet. And Tom, then Tom, Tom was spoke. wearing a baseball cap. Yes, and then Tom spoke. And then, then Graham realized. turned his head and realized it actually was bloody Tom Jones. Jones yeah. And then got down like Knights of the Round Table. Yeah. And, and, and the follow-up story to that, the following year, I'm out with Tom. We're down at Vibrato. And uh, we're just talking, just talking normal, about normal things. And he said, oh, by the way, he said, How's your friend who doesn't know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> Another great Wait, story from, from that, Christmas. From that Christmas time, talking about people getting sloppy and boozy. Was, <laughs> it was a Christmas party. It was Christmas. It was actual Christmas. It was actual Christmas. No, 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 no. This was actual Christmas. Gwen? And we had our chef. And as the courses were coming, I suppose he was partaking in some merriment. And by the time it was dessert, we couldn't find our chef. And we went into the kitchen and he was passed out. On the floor. On the floor in the With his arms position, wrapped around our wolf. Wrapping around our big, huge wolf dog, holding him like two lovers in the night, like John and Yoko in the bed pose. And he was passed out next to the dog bowl with the dog and we could not wake him up. He was so sauced and wasted. And every decent Christmas party deserves some decent Christmas conversation around the dinner table. 
and it pains me to say that what's to come is not decent, not in the slightest. Well, okay, so here's the deal. At Christmas, you know, we always have a very modern Christmas. Yeah. You know, your partner's mom's ex-partner, now his new wife, who's not really his new wife because they've been married together forever. But we have what we call an extended modern family at the yeah. Christmas table every year. And everyone gets along. We have a great time. But mind you, mom was married to Vance, and Vance is now married to Elaine. And we're all around the Christmas table for Christmas dinner. And we start the table off asking everyone how their Christmas is going. And to which I think you should do Elaine and Vance. We ask Elaine and Vance. So I said to Elaine, I said, hey, Elaine, how's your day? And she said, oh, it's great. I started off this morning by pleasuring Vance, but I have an injury to my knee because of rollerblading. So I couldn't get in a proper position, but I managed it <laughs> uh -huh. somehow. And then we went out to the, then just carried on as yeah. normal. This yeah. is literally happening as the turkey is placed on the table and all the forks just kind of <laughs> drop. But she's completely unaware. Meanwhile, mom is sat next to her as she's talking about pleasuring and, mom's ex-husband. And your brother. And my brother. His son. The kids. I mean, both of us, I mean, I know I'm his stepdaughter, but he still was my father. You know, Joe you know and I what? are the, sat there throwing up in our Yorkshire no, puddings yeah, but, about but my the, dad getting a blowjob the, the, the at table, the table. The table didn't blink. The whole table carried on like they said, how was your morning? Oh, it was great. I went to work. That's how the whole table received that But inside, that piece Dylan and I wept a little bit. I mean, the visual of Vance getting sucked off at the Christmas uh, table yeah. is not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Have yourself a merry little <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> now, I do trust that you took my earlier warning to heart. Such language. Abusing though it may be. <laughs> oh, an episode at home with the Williamses would not be complete without a game. It's almost as if they make up these games on the spot without putting much thought into it at all. Still, let's hand over now to Question Master Robbie for this one. So I've got a bit of a game. Okay, I love a game. So I yep. love a game. So do yep. I. You're planning the ultimate <laughs> office party. Okay. You guys are we the office? Are planning the ultimate office party? Okay. Yeah. You choose mm -hmm. a DJ. Which DJ do you choose? I was going to say Pete Tong because we know him, and but then I think if we go Pete Tong, doesn't mean it's going to go wrong. Right. Cockney slime language. Co slime? Cockney <laughs> slime. I yeah. meant to say slang language. and rhyme. Yeah, the slime the, came out. That's that's even better. Cockney, Cockney slime. slime. Yeah, slime. Do it in Cockney slime. Um, um, but I, I can we forego the DJ for some carolers, or do we have to have a DJ? You can yeah, have, have a I'm, I'm putting carolers Cameras. in. Dad, my DJ will be Terry Wogan himself. Terry Wogan. Terry, it's got to be Terry Wogan, hasn't it? So the, there'll be a lot of talking at your party. Yes. Terry Wogan would just make the party go with a bang. Just, just so he's in the room. Just, just so he's there. What about M you, Rob? Mine would be Terminator X from Public Enemy. You are very, so very street. Good. No, I'm not. Genuinely, it's my favourite DJ. Okay. <laughs> what a coincidence. My favourite DJ also happens to be Terminator X. And fun fact, after his time in Public Enemy, X, as I call him, spent some time working in the family business which happened to be an ostrich farm. I believe they have since moved on to goats. <laughs> okay, back to Quizmaster Robbie Robster. Entertainment. Yeah. What would we do 
for entertainment at our perfect well, office gonna, party. I'm just going to throw your name into the ring because that keeps costs down and you're really good at it. So I feel like, A, bang for buck because you're free and you're Robbie Williams. So I'm going to put you up for entertainment. Okay. I'd like to see some magic. I like I like magic. Great minds. I would just, if you'd have come to me then, I'd have said magic. Like a, like a magician just yeah, hanging about, doing, doing close-up magic yes. here and there. Yeah. Gwen probably wants to have a sex act or something creepy. What do you want, Gwen? I was kind of going with the magic, too, actually. Yeah, that's a good one. If we can't have what, three like magic. Like Magic Mike. Is that the magic? Oh, thinking? yeah, Magic Mike would be good. That would be the magic I think you would want. Yeah, Magic Mike would so be good. So you would like, what's his name, Magic Mike? Channing Tatum. You would like Channing Tatum yeah, sure. to come and do his Magic Mike all over your boink. All over Great. your Xerox machine. <laughs> And what would the theme be of this I mean, office can, party? Is, is, is Christmas too much of a theme? <laughs> well, Christmas excuse me, but since it's this year and we do have the Christmas present coming out, yeah. it could be a Christmas carol theme or it could yes. be... Henceforth, the carolers being perfect. Okay, let's... I'm down with that. Can we do that. that? I like that. Why don't we all have it be a Dickensian, Scrooge yes. kind of yes. Christmas? And you can be Tiny Tim. Can we not oh, invite the I girlfriends to... of Christmas past because we don't have enough room in our house for you? I like the family. sound of that. Do you like that? Yeah. Okay, done. How many bedrooms Dickensian. have you got? Well, we don't have enough to fill no. up the girlfriend's <laughs> pass for Rob or for you. Who would you Otherwise, invite? Otherwise, it's going to be a fire hazard. <laughs> Who would you invite, dead or alive? Uh, I personally invite three alive people. Just m more lively company? Yeah. Who would you invite, dead or alive, three people? Three people. Yeah. Well, I'm a big fan of Lizzo right now, so I kind of feel like she'd be fun at the party. Okay. Gwen? George Clooney came to mind. I don't know why. Because you're filthy. You're a filthy, <laughs> filthy woman. Who, who, who was that? George Clooney. Okay, so we've got George Clooney, Lizzo, and now then, Terry you, Wogan. And... Now you're going to tell me who mine are going to. You'll tell me who I'm Oh, gonna... Go uh, on. Frank, First one. Sammy, Dina. <laughs> yeah, the Rat Pack. Yeah. Let's just give them the Rat Pack because then it counts as one guest. Right. And then a sporting person. Next one. Ian Botham. Ian Botham. Okay. No, it's JFK, a boxer. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. Yeah, Ma and JFK, Ali. I have some questions. Okay. Do you know what? I hate that. I hate that dinner question. Who would, would you like to have a dinner? Who would you like to have a dinner? Dinner with? Yeah. So that's a similar thing. I know, yeah. I, I'd like uh, Ida, you, my mum, Gwen, and our children. So there oh, you go. Oh, look at you being morally superior, not picking the fancy people. And and what song needs to be on the Christmas playlist at that well, party? I think your it's album. It's a wonderful life. Your whole album. I think the Christmas, uh, our song. Yeah. I okay. think the Christmas present, the album that you yeah, got, would be a perfect yeah. play an well, album. I'm going for A Time for Change from my album because it's yeah. a single and it needs all the play that it can get. I'm also going to go for Rudolph because that's my... Rudolph from the Christmas from present. The Christmas present. Hold on. Hold on. Name a song from my Christmas album, Gwen. Let's not go shopping. Let's Yay! not go shopping. She knew it. She's oh. proving us wrong. She's proving us wrong. Okay, well, what would you play? Either. What would you play from the album, Pete? It's a Wonderful Life. It's With a me wonderful and my dad. Life. Oh, well, obviously, that's a perfect That's choice. the one. Young Robert is certainly not shy in coming forward when he's got an album out, is he? Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> but who am I to dampen his enthusiasm? Certainly not at this festive time of the year, when, frankly, he needs the cash to keep everything ticking over. People's got to work. If you have heard Robbie's Christmas album, he might have mentioned it once or twice, then you'll know it's a team effort. 
Not only has he roped in his wife and children to appear on some of the tracks, but as always, there's his loyal band playing all the good bits too. Robbie's band, a pop round for a glass of something festive. Shane Williams, sirs. In the room today, we have Carl Brazil, who is the drummer in my band. For 10 years now. For 10 years. And we've got Jerry Meehan, who's the bass player in the band. For how long? 17 years, Rob. Jerry wins. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I've got my wife, who's been my wife for... Well, 13 years we've been together. Yeah. 10 years wife next yeah. year. And Gwen, my mother-in-law. I've been Ida's mum for 40 years, too. Carl. Yeah. Are you uh, excited for Christmas Day? Very much so. Yeah. You know why. Yeah. Have you done any of your Christmas shopping yet? No. I was going to ask you to help me with that, but I've changed my mind. Why? Well, I think I'm sorted. Really? Yeah. We've yeah. We bought a house instead. So I think that'll do for this. That'll do for this year. But right. I'm looking forward to Christmas because I'm spending it at the Williams. See that? He'll be getting a gift. Oh. <laughs> I was just saying, you bought a house. Yes. So Did you're buy, not we, getting a present. Well, we've definitely had the discussion. You bought two houses. Well, so you're remodeling a house and yeah. you're, you bought a house. And actually, if... Because I'm if considerably I'm a, richer than you have. Because I don't need anything. So if I get something, you know, something small and nice will be fine, but I don't really need anything. And your boy Finn is how old? Nine. And what time does he get up? He's a bit like me, he likes a good sleep. So probably half seven Christmas day. Where are you going for Christmas? Uh, well, I'm going to the Williams household for Christmas. Whoop, whoop. Um, very much looking forward to it. Food's always fantastic. The entertainment's slave, always good. Slave away at the kitchen. You know yeah. me. You're very, very, you uh, actually started talking about how excited you are for Christmas about two months ago. Yeah. I and I just wasn't with you yeah. when you were saying I know because hey. I, I remember saying it to you a couple of times and you just went. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah, yeah. But it was like two months ago. I think ago. Well, it's, a, it's an extra special hey, one mate, this year. I'm so excited. Do you know what it's, like, it's June. It's because. It's because of the build-up with the record. We've been working yeah, on Christmas like, just, just songs. Just the music for Christmas. Yeah, no, <laughs> I've got... Well, I've got this whole thing in front of me, which is promo the album, you know, yeah. so that's what I was thinking of. But honestly... If you'd have said, I'm very excited to promo the album for Christmas, I'd have been right with you. I meant a whole package, you see. Now, yeah. I'm super excited. Yeah, don't rain on his reindeer parade. No, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to. I just wasn't with him on that page at that time. Yeah. You know, quite often we're not. I remember saying it. <laughs> I remember saying it to him, thinking, oh. yeah, no, what it is. If you think about it, I mean, I've been talking about Christmas, making Christmas music, and then this plan has come in. You're not always in the UK, so it's the build-up's been slow but exciting. And the kids get on so well, exactly. and they have their little thing, and we all sit around the table and have our chocolate and our G and Ts and have a laugh. And Teddy fancies Finn. Yeah, Teddy fancies your boy. No, I know. I know. I said that to him in the cut. I said, I think Teddy's got a crush on you. He went, Dad. That was it. Really? Yeah. She's like, when she had a cold, you know, she had when she got the cold and her voice was a bit raspy. She goes, Don't tell him I'm sick. Just just tell him my voice is tired from singing. I believe the youngsters today would say that is beyond cute. Now, the Williamses do like to live among the animals. So does a certain actor called Brian Blesson. He's absolutely mad. And lo, is that the clip-clopping I hear of the new Christmas arrival? It's the only thing missing from this place is a couple of horses. 
Well, well funny you should say funny that. Funny you should say that. There might be an addition to the family in a couple of days' time. We It's very exciting. It's very exciting. You we know, were debating this for ages. Expanding. I wasn't with it because yeah. we're never here, really. Yeah, exactly. We're never here in this particular house in Wiltshire. But now we are more here mm -hmm. and we absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. uh, plus, we do tend to overbuy mm -hmm. when it comes to pets. At one mm -hmm. point, we had 10 dogs. That is correct. And our uh, white cream uh, curtains were just like Soaked two or three foot of, of piss and shit. Yeah, it was horrible. It was just like cream, then brown. <laughs> it was just like a, like, like, like a urine covering. Anyway, drum roll. <laughs> Shetland ponies. Yay! Yay! The kids have no idea. Here's a question. Yeah. Here's a question. What should we call them? I was just thinking well, that. That's a good question, yeah. I had two hamsters called Crispin and Bollock. That's probably not right. Crispin, Crispin and Bollock. Yeah. Maybe because they're coming at Christmas, they could have slightly Christmassy themed names. Yeah, something Christmassy would be cute. Like, I don't know, Rudolph uh, and Rudolph Blitzer. Rudolph and Blitzer. Yeah. What are the, here, what are all the reindeer names? Do you know? Rudolph, Blitzer, Donner, Dasher. Dasher's a great name. Prancer. Prancer and Vixen. Is it Vixen or is that? Ida Field hey. with the full wow. knowledge. Get in, Christmas lover to the core. Ha, ah, you've gone early on the celebrations there. A nice try, Ida, but incorrect. Firstly, who's this Blitzer? It's Blitzen. And you forgot all about Dancer, Comet, and Cupid. They will not be happy, let me tell you. A common mistake to make. The radio team consists of Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, and Blitzen. Not Blitzer with Rudolph leading the way. Oh, and Robbie, Rudolph was very taken that you wrote a song about him on your album. He's maybe played in the stable on repeat. <laughs> Traditions, there are many of them to uphold at Christmas. And Ida and Robbie have gone one step further and invented another one. It, whilst in America, in, in my house full of Americans, me, me and Ida, and JMO, my uh, English mate that lives in America, decided that we'd create a false tradition to tell the Americans that this is what we do in Britain. And we made up this one called Break the Bread. So what you do is you get a baguette, which is French, and uh, <laughs> somebody holds one end and then somebody holds the other end. And we got Kay, who's from Iran, right? Right, yeah. and no she's clue. gonna be here for Christmas. Great, we should break the bread oh, again. Oh, we're definitely and breaking the bread. And then we get her, we, we all shout, break the bread, break, break the, the bread, bread, break the, the bread. bread. And then we get her to karate the chop the bread. In the middle. But like, but like we saw, we, we all broke out in song, like just making it up as we went. We all just kind of looked at each other and knew and we sang it. And she really thought it was a tradition. And the so did Gwen. <laughs> and she just karate chopped that baguette. And then it became and a then tradition. And it was like, yay! And then she was like, like a year later, aren't we going to break the bread? Yeah. So now listen, can break, I just tell yeah. everybody, dear listeners at home, break the bread is a fantastic tradition. It's a great. Do you reckon we can, like, like a rumor, we yeah. can start. Hashtag break the bread. Hashtag break, break the, bread. the bread. Break the bread. It's so much oh. fun because you just get everyone. And it has to be a baguette. Yeah. yeah. Well, a yeah. slice of bread is quite a difficult. A slice of bread will do if you haven't got a baguette. But fortunately, we had a baguette. 
It's an English, French, Iranian tradition, football song tradition. Yes. yes. But like she really genuinely thought it was an English tradition <sighs> yeah. and got really into it. And then it did become a Williams family tradition on every birthday. Yeah. Somebody broke the bread. Maybe we a lot forgot. of traditions have started like that. As they say, whatever floats your boat. If you've been listening over the past few weeks, you might have assumed that the Williamses can lean towards materialism. Not so, my friends. Robbie does not need gifts, so if you brought him something, the way is clear to return said items to sweet, or just keep them for yourself. Rob's got to be the hardest person to buy for at Christmas. No shit, I know. It's ridiculous. I know. I do enjoy that you enjoy the trunk now because that gives me joy and you get excited like a kid at Christmas. That's another just tradition. Discovering your just little... for the record, That's I know you don't need anything or want anything, but if you had to choose something right now, no matter big or small, what would it be? I was, I was probably FIFA coins. <laughs> FIFA, FIFA, FIFA coins. I was going to go something golf. I was going to sell yeah, like a... No, 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 no. Forget you a the present FIFA guy. Do you no, need, not FIFA do, coins. Are you disappointed if you don't? No, I don't need a present. I don't, I don't need I, I'm not. I'm not bothered. But if you had to choose one thing that, you know, actually... Versace underpants. Already did it. For Christmas? I've already done oh, it. Oh, don't... Colour? Yeah. What colour? Why, why did you... Because I don't want Carl to go get Versace underpants. You I'm can't have enough Versace Fine, get some Versace underpants. It's not your gift, it's just... We should have the best. Yeah. It's in the coffer. What colour? Uh, gold. Did I just make you upset by <laughs> telling you there's Versace underwear? Yeah. Did I? Well, I want Versace underwear. Well, so that I'm on the right page. She's you could have, after this, just said to him, don't get that because I've got it. Okay, let's pretend I didn't say okay. that. And you Apparently, I am bothered about presents. Yeah, yeah. I think you are. Very, yeah. very touchy yeah, about them. Yeah, really, really, I've got to really say that's sensitive about it. It's a very good. It's a very good. Um, it's a very I mean, good answer. It's, it's more, uh -huh. uh, you know, it's just a little something in there. I just thought, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be like. Leave it now. Oh the, boy. They do socks as well. Uh, no, they do. You've already got the best Christmas slippers, anyway. I really have. I've got. I take the best. a lot of pride in your gift. Now you've made me feel really bad about the Versace underwear. Really? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm only semi-joking. <laughs> I'm more angry that I've now got to think up of something else to tell Carl to... Ask, I'll think of something. Tell I'll Carl tell. to get me. Look at me. I'll tell Carl. Now, he's, I've got servants. He's got Like servants. Ida's had all her life. I'm his servant now. Um, I will... Present bitch. I'm your present bitch. If you could buy a golf, I'll give you a golf good handicap, idea. I bet you would. If I could buy a golf handicap... I yes, will give you some ideas, Carl, thinking. of things yeah. I haven't got for Rob that you can get. My Christmas tradition with you is a Christmas card and a trunk full of goodies. Okay. And I love That's giving great. you that. So what? Because what... he's really hard to buy for. He is. Santa needs a drink. Rudolph, is it time? Almost. Dear listener, you have been listening to me, my band, and my family. And my band are extended members of my family. So from my family to yours... Happy Christmas, everybody. I hope you have the best time ever. And to you too, William says. So boys and girls, people everywhere listening, thank you for adding our humble witterings to your festive season. We do hope you've enjoyed this time at home with the Williamses. And all that remains is for me, Brian Blessed or Santa, your choice to wish you all a very Merry Christmas and the happiest of New Year's. Bye now! Bye! Bye! On Dasher and Dancer and Blitzer, I mean 
Blitzen. Head south. Rudolf, take the second star to the right and head on till morning. This show was produced with Fourth Floor Creative and Sony Music. <laughs> <laughs>